You're listening to the Man of Class podcast. I'm your host, Eric Yusko, and today we're taking adaptability to the next level. The title of what I want to get into is how trying to be right is actually killing you. And so if you've been stuck in this feeling like you have to be right all the time or just there's always a right way to do things or the wrong way to do things, then saddle up. You're in for a great treat today. So with that, stay tuned. Every day, the world tolerates less and less of traditional masculine behavior, which has driven a new standard for men to be successful. How does one evolve so that they can win in today's world? Enter Man of Class, a place to empower men to break down traditional masculinity and build the necessary skill sets, mindset, and confidence to become the men that society desperately needs. Welcome, and I hope you enjoy. All right, welcome back. So let's just jump right into it. Last week, we talked about adaptability. I gave a lot of stories around the patio that I was working on and how that patio, (laughs) it's funny, the, the little things actually teach us the most. So that patio taught me a whole bunch about adaptability and getting out of my own thinking. And frankly, that was just, those are the examples that I use, but you can quickly see how the same type of thinking can be expanded to so many different situations, so many different situations with maybe relationships that we have with, you know, parents or siblings or spouses or uh, cousins or friends or coworkers or whatever that it may be. And you can see how a lot of the same type of thought patterns of getting stuck in the way that you've always thought can lead you into maybe not being able to move and make progress as quickly as you wanted to. And it was funny because I was actually working this patio has taught me so much, but (laughs) so I was doing something on the patio this past week and all of a sudden, sorry, it was over the weekend, but one of the things actually hit me and I was like, wait a second, what if I've been getting adaptability all wrong? Well, that's not what everybody wants to hear, but But what if I didn't quite capture adaptability? And it was really interesting because I I thought, well, adaptability, there's like a deeper meaning to it. And it just like all of a sudden intuitively hit me. If I believe in my adaptability, then I'll always find a way. That means that there are no failures. There's nothing to be defeated. There's no rejection. But if I think of the way that I would normally do things of like, well, I didn't plan appropriately. Oh, I knew this was going to happen. Or see, that's why I just needed to hire this out because I don't have the skills to go do this or any of the other limiting beliefs or, or things that I could have thought in that moment. I'm only, I'm only an engineer. I'm only a coach. I'm only a, a guy. I'm only a this. I'm only a that. That means that I'm not capable of being adaptable to change. And when I said, when I said that to myself, as I was moving pavers, I think it really blew me away because I'm like, that's next level stuff that I don't hear anybody talking about. And it's only through that that I go, whoa, like this is, this is some really cool stuff. I got, I got goosebumps. Actually, I've got goosebumps right now, even just talking about it because It takes adaptability to a whole new level. 
instead of you just hearing people say, oh, yeah, I'm adaptable, you know, throw me in anything and and I'll figure out a way. And then you and then you really get to talk to them <laughs> and they're pigeonholing themselves into a, I'm a this, I am a that I'm this uh, I'm stupid. I'm smart. I'm uh, a planner. I'm ambitious. I'm this. And, and they don't necessarily look at it as as different there. They can be so many different things in that moment. I'm adaptable. That means that they're limiting themselves in some way. Now, don't get me wrong. Somebody that says they're ambitious, that's great. But then that also could mean that they're so ambitious that they'll never enough will never be enough. They won't cherish the moments that they do have because they're always on to the next thing. And so it's interesting. People have always said, my mom always says this, well, balance and everything. And recently I just came back with, with something that, cause I, I would always hear that term and I'm like, yeah, but like, you don't get it. Like there's still something missing. And the thing that's missing is you have to know what to balance. You have to know both. You have to know and appreciate both ends of the spectrum to be able to have that appreciation for the balance. Meaning if you know what complete laziness is and then you know what complete ambition is, then you know what the balance is in, in the middle. But otherwise, you could say you could be on one side of the spectrum or the other side of the spectrum and go, well, this is balanced to me. And it very well may be balanced, but you may not have have journeyed out. You may not have have pioneered. I was trying to think of the right word pioneered in such a way that you really know where it is that you really want to show up as. And again, if you just think from the same place, then you're never going to change. And so it's, it's very interesting because this thought of we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts in a day, 90% of them are the same as before over and over and over again. The first time that I heard that, it made me initially think of, I don't know how many of you have ever worked with like an epoxy where there's a two part epoxy or like Bondo if you're working on a car or just even, um, I think even some, some glues that they have. I mean, epoxy is kind of a glue, but there's usually like two parts. And once you mix them, you have a finite amount of time before things start to harden. And you can see it if you've ever stirred something that that was actually um, going through that chemical reaction, what you'll feel is it gets harder and harder. Or like if you make fudge, that consistency gets harder and harder and harder over time. Our thoughts are the same exact way as that. And that's a great pictorial representation of how your mind thinks. Whenever you adopt a new idea, it's very flexible. It's very open. You're very open to things. But over time, it gets harder and harder and harder until it becomes rock solid, until you can't, you're, 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 you're stuck in that moment. And it's only through that that I realize Einstein had a great saying, but he didn't quite finish it. Einstein said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, hoping for a different result. What I think he would have said or could have said, or maybe I'm just going to put it out there and say, this is what I think is true, is insanity is also the way that you think. It's thinking the same way, hoping that you're going to get different results. So when that happens, you're so stuck in your identity 
you're not really flexible and adaptable. And so you're never going to get the same thing that you wanted again, no matter how hard you want. It goes back to that wanting. You're always going to be a state of wanting instead of a state of of actually moving closer to that thing that you desire. And so that's where there's another level of adaptability, another next level. All this whole episode is all around next level adaptability. But I thought that it was very important because there have been times, especially over the past week, but even long, even longer term than that, where the conversations I have with people, I'm becoming more aware. And I hope when I talk to people that they can also become aware that adaptability is becoming a very lost art form. And I go back to insanity is thinking the same way in hoping for different results. Much like Einstein said, insanity is doing the same thing, hoping for different results. I see people so many times going through and saying that they want something, but they're not adapting to what it is that they need to go be. They become so stuck in, but I'm this, but I'm that, but I'm a guy, but I'm not smart enough. I'm not attractive enough. I'm not ambitious enough. I'm not is money financially smart enough, whatever the, the case may be. And they clip themselves off at their own wings. And it's through that that basically you are telling yourself without telling yourself that you are not capable of being adaptable. You can tell a child they can do anything that they set their, their minds on. But then somewhere along the lines, when it got to you, you said, oh, I'm taking a pass. It's true for everybody else on the earth, but it's not true for me. And I'm here to blow up that model because adaptability is one perspective away. Now, that is profound all in itself, but adaptability is nothing more than looking at through looking at something through different lenses. How many times have we gone through school where they said, look at this and tell me the first thing that you see. And half the people say, oh, it's a wolf. And the other half say, oh, it's a bunny rabbit. And they said, it's actually both. And they light, you know, do something with the light picture or something that it shows only the wolf. And then they do something and then it shows just the bunny. And everyone's like, oh, wow, like I never even saw that other thing. And then when they show both of them again, you can't help but see both images in the one overall image. Or do you see a man or do you see a wine glass or a woman in a wine glass? Whatever the, those types of things are. It's the same thing in life. You may be going through only seeing that wolf or only seeing that woman. But you're not seeing the glass or you're not seeing the bunny rabbit. And it's only through being able to gain that perspective of what that looks like that then you can start to go down a different path. Because if everything that starts in our entire life starts from our thoughts, then that means that our thoughts come from our perspectives. Because when you, ha when you have a perspective, you have a thought. Somebody comes up and punches me in the face. I could think, I'm going to kill him, right? Punch me in the face, I'm going to get angry, I'm going to go after him. That's one perspective. Another perspective is he comes up, he punches me, and I go, whoa, this guy has got to be drunk. He doesn't even know what he's doing. I don't even know him. How is, he, how is somebody that doesn't even know me going to come up and, and clock me? I can see the people that I'm close to. Sure, I get it. But the people that 
don't even know me like that. There, there has to be something wrong there. Another perspective could be he slipped. He, he meant to go punch somebody else and he was so drunk. He, he hit me instead. Or this guy really has to have a lot of anger and he's taking it out on me. This is his problem. Not my problem. Sure. I'm the one that has the bloody nose, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I, I have choice in every, every aspect to be able to go what to do next. And it's only through that perspective, that perspective, or are you only seeing, I have to go beat him up or I have to go do this because that's my only option. So many times we look at things through, I only have this option or this option. (laughs) So many times in business, it's like, we can either do this or we can do that. And you're like, well, really, you could probably do so much more. No, you don't understand because all the, and they give me, here's the problem. I love that one. Here's the problem. And they go through and they tell you all this different stuff. And you're like, well, sure. I can see how that's a problem for you because you're setting up that this can't happen, that this can't happen, that this can't happen, that this can't happen. So you've, you've narrowed down your, your field of spectrum of choices down to a singularity of like a single one or two choice. And now you're into the black and white, left, right, right, wrong. And it doesn't, doesn't have to be that way because you're only one perspective away from something different. COVID has brought in a massive upset in the entire system. And I said before that the people that are going to win in this time are going to be the people. And I say businesses, but businesses are nothing more than a bunch of people are going to be the businesses and the people that are adaptable, that are the most adaptable that can move forward in life. The people who see COVID as how can I help people that I wasn't able to help before, whether on a personal level, whether on a business level, whether on a global level, the people that can help and be adaptable are going to be the ones that wins today. And that's so true in every aspect of life. And and what's different in that is that it requires only a perspective shift. Thinking of, of Tesla, when he went and said, I was making electric batteries, now I'm going to make masks. I'm going to make ventilators. I'm going to make O2 sensors. I'm going to make all this stuff in order to help the people in the short term. I can go solve batteries, electric cars, and everything else on a, on a different day. But today, I'm pivoting. I'm going to help different people today. Adaptability. And it's in that right and wrong thinking. Only, you know, I'm only an engineer. I'm only a lawyer. I'm only a doctor. I'm only a husband. It's through that limited mindset that prevents us because when we say things like kind of goes back to the earlier piece that I said before, when you say that I am only a fill in the blank, that means that you are telling yourself I am not capable of being adaptable to achieve X. I'm only an engineer or I'm only a lawyer or I'm only a doctor. How am I ever going to go do X, Y, and Z? How am I going to be capable of doing something? We don't hear that piece of it. We always hear, well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a guy. I'm just a husband. I'm just a poor person. I'm just a kid in my thirties. I'm just a kid in my forties. I'm going to just, whatever that you want to tell yourself, it's those things that are actually limiting you because you have the potential and the capacity to go so much more. One argument that I get in with so many people is, 
when I get into my 30s, all of a sudden, and this has been something that I've been kind of struggling with, as I get older, things, you know, it takes a little longer to go do something. And it's funny because I was telling this to my to my wife, Amber, the other day. I said, there are things that we know now that we didn't know before, all around epigenetics, all around the body being able to heal itself, reverse aging, all these, all the new technologies and all the new science that we're starting to unleash. Yet when I hear people a lot, they go, oh, you're in your thirties or, you know, you're, it, things just take longer. You just have to deal with your age. You have to act your age. You just have to deal with the fact that your body is deteriorating. And it's so funny because I hear all of that and I go, which one do I want to choose to believe? Because if I choose to believe that my body is deteriorating, am I just going to give up? Am I not going to push as hard? Is, am, am I not going to go do something? Am I not going to learn something new? Am I not going to support those around me? Am I not going to strive for success anymore? Because I just go, well, I guess I hit this certain age mark chronologically. So now I'm, I'm done. I don't think so. Or do I take the stance that we're learning so much more and maybe I'm just missing something. Maybe I'm just missing some vitamins. Maybe I've gotten too set of my ways in the food that I eat and the food that I eat is missing some type of a mineral or some type of a vitamin. Because if I see people like Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone or all, you know, these, these athletes that are well, you know, post 50s, 60s, I don't even know how, how old Arnold is, but you see him and they're still firing on all cylinders. He's still cranking it out in the gym. Now, sure, the cameras may not show how long it takes him to, you know, to recover, but you see that he's still very active. You still see people who are very, you still see the hundred year old lady or guy that's doing pull-ups like nothing about it and just keeps going through not acknowledging or not really coming to grips with the fact that he's a hundred years old. And so then people get into the, well, they're just living in denial. Well, that's one approach. The other approach is you could say that the people who miraculously get better are on the placebo effect. But the same thing, whether it's placebo or there is not, they're getting better. And so, again, when I go back to like the age issue or the age comment is that's just a perspective. You can very you can very quickly conquer that with a different perspective, with a different being adaptable. Maybe I need to double down on vitamins. Maybe I need to relook at how I'm sleeping. How efficient am I sleeping? Am I staying as hydrated? Am I burning so much energy and stress and anxiety because of COVID that maybe I feel more exhausted at the end of the day, even though I'm really not? It's the emotional stress that's attacking. There's so many different things that you can get into that when you look at it that way and you go, oh, I'm not getting older. I'm just not efficient right now. Maybe in you know the 20s or, or teens, I didn't have as much anxiety or stress or worry or shame or guilt or any of the other anger, any of those other things that I just went and did. So I was living, quote, more efficiently. It had nothing to do with my age. Sure, you can go back and look at telomeres being slightly longer in a 15-year-old than they are in a 30 or 40 or 50-year-old. 
But there's also something to be said that people break the mold all the time. Same thing with Roger Bannister when he broke the four minute mile. People are breaking records all the time. It's just whether or not you choose to believe the things that you have told yourself. Are you insane? Are you insane in the thinking that you haven't changed your thought patterns over any period of time? Going back to the definition of insanity. Insanity not only is hoping for something different to happen, given the same results or given the same inputs, but thinking the same way and hoping for a different outcome. Be careful in the way that you're thinking. Because that same thought that you thought over and over and over again could be leading you down into the into insanity. But I want to go do so much more. Well, you, but you're old. But I want to go do so much more. Well, but you're old. You see that? You see how hard it is to climb up the stairs? It's because you're old. Going for a walk gets you winded. It's because you're old. Is it? Or is it maybe that you've decided to, to accept that lie? And in reality, it could be any of the other things that I mentioned before. And so I want to close with, with some of this because I think that adaptability to the next level can actually be causing you distress. Now, the title of the thing was how to, how to, how being right is trying, is slowly killing you. Now, all these thoughts around the ego of trying to be right all the time, trying to force your opinions on being right. If you're, if you're insane in your thinking where you're not open to different perspectives, then you're going to get into the ego fight. And that ego fight kind of goes back to that quicksand or not quicksand, but the epoxy metaphor that I used where over a long enough period of time, your thoughts, the ego is trying to prove that you're right. And so over enough time, when you keep holding on to that same mindset, it's going to solidify in such a way that's going to be stiff and it's going to be hard for you to, to shift and adapt out of it. I never said impossible because everything is always possible. You're always a choice. You're always a free will. But oftentimes we get into thinking all these and when we get when we are met with some type of somebody challenging your beliefs or somebody telling you that you're incorrect or somebody telling you that you're wrong or that there's something that you've missed automatically there's that doubling down an anger of but i've got to be right no how could this be i've worked so hard for this oh no oh this and that anger of trying to be right all the time, not being adaptable, being rigid in your ways is leading to anger. And we know that anger is part of the catabolic hormones, catabolic energy in your body that releases catabolic hormones like cortisol and adrenaline, that fight or flight response. And that's actually slowly killing your cells. Because your body has to focus more on producing enough cortisol and adrenaline to keep feeding the emotional state that you're in, which your body doesn't know the difference. You could be being chased by a lion or you could be trying to win an argument. Your body is still going through the same 
type of emotions, the same type of hormones that are going on. And it's only through that over and over and over again throughout your entire day, trying to play out the different what if scenarios. Well, what if they said this? Oh, this is what I'm going to say. Well, what if they said this? Oh, this is what I'm going to say. And you try to, you know, triangulate and you have 40, 50, 60,000 different conversations of what they could say and how you're going to react and how you're going to be able to trump no matter what they say. And you're, you're living that emotion the entire time. Your body has to keep making that cortisol. And when it's making the cortisol and the adrenaline, it's not. The adrenal system is not making the hormones to take care of, rebuild, and to fix the dead cells. And so when that happens, and it's also, by the way, not producing enough of the right acids in your stomach to help digest the food that you're eating properly either. And so that, over a long period of time, then leads to your body not being efficiently, you could be eating whole foods, organic, everything perfect. But then that means that your body's not absorbing it. The absorption rate goes down. And if your absorption rate goes down, you're not getting the nutrition, you're not getting the nutrition, your body is, is going to deteriorate at a quicker rate. Your body is also not being able to build some of the uh, human growth hormones and some of the other hormones that are used to fix the body. So now you're you're kind of in a I Love Lucy episode where the chocolates are coming out faster than Lucy could wrap them, and your body is is hurting itself quicker than what it can repair itself. And that's where we see people age 10 years, and they look 10 years older, but the, in reality, only 24 months have passed. And so that's a very key point, and how I tie it back to adaptability is when you're adaptable, you're less fixated on having to be right or wrong because you're starting to open yourself up to the different perspectives. You're open to, I can see how you would think that way because of how long they've been in the position, how, what their background is, or you're just generally curious. Tell me more about your side of it. You may never change what it is that you want to say, act, or believe, but being open to others helps to take that pressure of the right versus wrong mentality. And at the end of the day, what we desire most is that we're going to tell somebody, this is why I think, you know, this blah, 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 whatever it is. You get in an argument. Our ego wants to say, wants us to, you know, they, they think, right, after all this, that it's going to come back and say, you were, you were so smart. You were, you were so right. How could I ever have doubted you? You were just so brilliant. Thank you so much for, for telling me that I was wrong. No one's going to say those words. We always hope that they say those words, but they're never going to say those words. No matter how hard we fight. The only difference is you can get from point A to point B. It's just how destructive, destructive on them and destructive on yourself is going to take in order to get there. That's the question. That's the question that we keep asking, at least I keep asking people, is how destructively do you want to get from point A to point B? Because you can do it with dropping nuke bombs. You want to drop nuke bombs? Drop nuke bombs. But you're probably not going to feel very good at it, and you're probably going to have nobody around you because nobody's going to want to be around you. Or you can get the same results with a lot less destruction and more happiness. And so really that's all around adaptability, the more adaptable that you can be. So I think I've beat this drum 
beat the dead horse, whatever that saying is. But I wanted to record this because I wanted to, I see so many people struggling right now in COVID and just being at home, whether they're at their wits end with family, whether they're very, they're extreme extroverts wanting to be out talking to other people, whether it's their friends, their family, just whatever that it may be, people's buttons are getting hit. People are getting triggered a lot more and egos are flaring, but there's the biggest opportunity that we've ever been given, which is a perfect time to look inward, to look at the, how can we show up differently so that when life gets a little easier, because right now I, I think life is hard for generally a lot of people. I know it's very difficult, very disruptive for everyone to stay at home, to not go out to do the things that they normally would do, whether it's go to the gym, go grab a bite to eat, go to the shopping at the shopping mall, go out to wherever, go travel, go to Florida, wherever the case may be. And so I know that it's taxing a lot of people and I want to try to help plant a seed in a different way of thinking, wherever that may be for you. And so if you if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to tag me on on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn. I'd love to hear where you're listening to it from. And if you would like, I kind of go a little deeper into this as well as some of the other attributes, um, pillars and, and different tips and tricks in my ebook, Coaching Secrets. And so if you haven't picked up your copy yet, I, I encourage you to go to manofclass.com forward slash coaching secrets and put in your name and your email address and I'll send you the the copy and let me know what you think about it. I wanted to again take some different things that maybe people are on the brink of they've heard about coaching but they don't really know. This is some of the things that I go over with my clients and has really been beneficial for a lot of people. I know people who have read the book that they have said, wow, it's a different way of thinking. I never thought about it that way. It's so simple. Um, (laughs) It's simple, it's hard, but it's simple. How to incorporate some of this stuff. But I try to go over large scale strategies as well as tactical daily habits. And so with that, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Make sure to stay safe, be healthy, be happy. Till next time, be great.